Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Vanderpump Rob's, a sexy, unique recap podcast hosted by me, Rob, and I've got your letters, I've got your five-star Apple reviews, I've also gotten your one-star Apple reviews, but they all say the same thing. More people who want to be cast on Vanderpump Rules. So I've gone through LinkedIn, made a ton of connections, I've been offered a lot of Bitcoin. I love it. I love making connections, and that's why I am so excited to introduce my guest today, Big Coney Rigatoni, welcome to hello, the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me on today. I am so excited to be on. Uh, sorry about that one-star review, by the way. You know, they happen. You can't control it. And Apple seems to not want to answer any emails that are ever no, sent No, I paid them, them off about... to not answer those, too. Oh, yeah, I was really pissed wow. off you didn't have me on the show earlier, to be honest. Well, I didn't have this idea until like a couple of months ago. And, you know, we were right in the middle of Scandaval at the time. The, the season 10 of the show was just pulling fandom in all different directions. But you're one of the biggest fans out there. I mean, you tell me about your journey, your your Vanderpump journey. Like, where did it begin? Are you let me ask you a question quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little I'm just really excited to be you're here. Starstruck. So, I um, can see it. Yeah, yeah. I know those First of all, you don't have to wear the sunglasses. But oh, I'll take them off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. the The thing I want to know is, what was the first inkling you had that you wanted to be on this show? Well, you know, uh, the big thing for me is that I was in between uh, jobs right now. Oh. So okay. I I saw a good opportunity where I saw a fun TV show where you get to be a server and make tips. Yeah. Well, do you? Do you have experience working in the service industry at all? No, not at all. Hey, here's the thing about me. And and for your uh, folks, because you can call me Big Coney, Rigatoni. You can just call me Big Coney. You can call me Little Coney, too, if I'm oh. not the biggest Coney in the room. <laughs> you know what I like about that is that you're not selfish. No. I, <laughs> I If there's a bigger Coney than me in the room, then I want you to recognize them as the biggest and me as the littlest. I've been trying to be the littlest Coney my whole life, to be honest. Have you ever been a medium Coney? Have, has there ever been three Coney's in a room? Um, I mean, I think back in 2012. Oh, well, <laughs> we don't talk about that as much these days. Um, so you're, 
you've you've seen this opportunity to be on the show. You know that there's a job that's ostensibly working in a restaurant, but yeah. there's also this job of being an on-camera personality, being in a friend group that is wrought with drama. Are you have the mental fortitude to be in on-camera drama and friend group arguments? I can be really uh, dramatic, actually. I I, oh. I like to stir the pot. You know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, okay, now, uh, is this something that happens in your everyday life when there's no cameras involved? Oh yeah, sometimes I just go to the neighborhood and start uh, spreading rumors. I leave little notes in everybody's mailbox. I say uh, your husband's <sighs> cheating on you. I got proof. Oh, no. And then I say, um, if you got any further questions, go to uh, House 52. I live over on 38, so I just kind of uh-huh. have them going from house to house trying to get clues. I, I think you told me a little bit about this in our pre-interview, and 52 doesn't exist, right? Like, yeah. you're just running people on, like, you're... You're playing pranks on them ostensibly. You're stirring the pot. Yeah, Sorry, stirring exactly. the pot. I'm, and, and not to toot my own horn, but toot toot, six marriages broken up on my street right now. Oh, my God. Well, it does, I, I'm not going to lie. Sounds like you would fit in pretty well on Vanderpump Rules. But do you have a reasoning? Like, is there, do you just like stirring the pot or... Is this something from your youth? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I didn't get a lot of attention when I was a kid. Um, I don't really get that much attention now. I, kinda, I live on my own. I got my cat. He ignores me. He stays in the <sighs> other room. Uh. So all I have is uh, my neighbors and they're, uh, they go to work. I don't have a job right now, like I mentioned. So mm. a lot of free time. So who better to communicate with than their mailboxes? Well, a lot of people I don't think would have the, I don't know, chutzpah to admit that. Like, I I feel like you've kind of, you've got this gruff exterior, Coney, but you're honest with yourself. And I don't think even people on the show are able to be as honest as you are being right now. And I think the whole thing about me is that, yeah, I'm incredibly modest. Like I said, little Tony, big Tony, I'd be willing to be a medium Tony. I don't care. You know, I don't have anything to prove out here. I just like to be getting some kind of attention. Preferably a paycheck, I would assume, too. Well, yeah, a paycheck would be nice. I mean, I'm I'm barely making it by right now. So, yeah, I'm thinking if I'm on TV... And getting tips, that's kind of double, right? Sure. I mean, God, kind of the dream. And, and they, wouldn't a, they wouldn't answer this question for me on the show, but maybe you can give me an answer on this one as an expert. Do you think that the patrons of the bar still tip well knowing that I'm making a big paycheck off the show alone? That's a difficult one. I would say yes, because I think the patrons... When they're on filming, they're there, and it's filming day, filming night, filming DJ party, whatever it is. They're more excited than the cast. And I feel like you would get that way pretty quick. And so if they're excited, they want to be friends with the people being filmed. So they're going to leave them, you know, five, ten dollar tips per pump teeny. But do you not think me asking that question and them staring at me for 20 minutes straight without answering and then moving on means that they're kind of hiding something about the whole situation? Oh, wow. 
I do feel like production and the the teams that are making the show are a little bit cagey about what they want to reveal because, you know, sometimes they'll they'll tell people one thing and then edit it to look like something else. And that was another question I actually had for you. Like, if you think that they're not answering you on this financial question, yeah. do you think there's other things they might hide from you? And would you still be willing to do the show if so? Well, I mean, I'm willing to do the show because I don't have a job. So I'm willing to do just about anything right now. If you need me to, uh, you know, co-host this thing full time, I'm willing to do it because I need the, I need the I money. I do have a vacation coming up. So oh, it might be knocking on your door. Well, um, and that's the other thing. Yeah, I think they're hiding all kinds of stuff. I think they got all kinds of secrets in this thing. I think that... What I had to guess, I think that there's some big tip pooling going on and that when I'm doing tip pooling with my wage and my serving and my bartending, no matter where I am in the restaurant, I'm going to end up be tip pooling with the editor, with the DP, with the with the gaffers. I <laughs> think I like you. I think I got a tip pool with all of them. I think that's the whole thing with the show. You know, as much as the gaffer may not be expecting to get money. If you do start sharing the wealth, then you're probably going to get a glowing edit on the show. Well, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I would hope too is to be featured. And I, I don't need to be the star right away, right? And that's well, what I told them. You kind of got star energy, though. I, I, I know. I said I shine bright, but you can hold me back for a little bit and ease me in because I don't want to get mm. everyone pissed off and all the other cast members, right? Well, I mean... I'm not I'm not going to lie. They get pissed off pretty easily. So your big energy coming in there and even if you slow roll yourself, I feel like you're going to be you have the potential to be scapegoated like he's the new guy. And oh, I think he might have been the one talking shit. And that's going to be something where you're thrust forward into a storyline that you probably feel like the rug's getting pulled out from under you, but it seems like that may not be a situation you're unfamiliar with yeah i mean i've had a whole kind of thing going on here i am actually i don't know if you know this from me you might be able to tell from my accent but i'm from uh moose josh saskatchewan oh and i'm the one that first imported uh samosas to moose jaw oh my god it was me and another guy his name was uh, little mortis and big coney and little mortis yeah and i i ripped the rug right from under them and honestly i killed them and took the business on my own <laughs> hang on i maybe you don't want to admit that like uh you killed the business well, maybe uh this is all off the record right uh, yes of course it oh, is. okay yeah i i <laughs> murdered the hell out of that guy well they are gonna love to see you on tv Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's the thing. I want to 
switch gears very quickly out of the murder talk and into more of the television talk. Yeah. Um, although maybe we can offline about like how you did that and some of the other details and if there's a reward, but we can. Well, I can make it real quick for you. I just kind of okay. picked them up over my head and ripped them in half. Jesus Christ. I am incredibly that, that is strong. Not, that is not medium Coney moves. That is big Coney moves. Exactly. That's why I'm willing to say I can be small Coney because I know there ain't no bigger Coney than me. <laughs> that could be your tagline. <laughs> you know, That would be good on the show where I'm holding a samosa in my hand and I go, I know there ain't no bigger Coney than me. And then I eat a bunch of samosas. And then you could sell um, bucket hats, vests. Oh, things that just have a giant Samoa on the back of it. Oh, that would or Samosa on the back. Yes, of it. yes. Okay, now you're speaking my language. I think we got something going here. I think I can go back to production with some new uh, new ideas. It does feel like you're a brand integration type guy. Like you can come up with a tagline, you can come up with a name, and you can sell the shit out of it, which is. Part of the job, I would think. Well, I I think the big thing with it, that the big setback with my initial audition with them was um, my uh, contract I brought in with me. Oh, shit. I had a, on, on the audition? Oh, I had a bunch of clauses. Really? Anything you care to share? Like, well, is this like dressing room stuff, M&M stuff? It was kind of like when I'm on the floor doing work in the bar or if they want me to dj then i have to have a little ipad playing uh full seasons of rescue me so i can binge it all the time dennis leary's rescue me yeah oh man because i said to them i'm not gonna give up he's a firefighter right oh yeah i'm not gonna give up my firefighting passion Oh, shit. I, and all of a sudden because i told them right now i'm in between jobs i'm sitting at home and I'm watching full seasons of Rescue Me, and I'm kind of addicted at this point. So you think I'm going to yeah. jump in there without watching those anymore? No way. And it's hard to ask people to do something without, like, something that brings them security. So I think it would be super simple to have your own DJ night and to just have the iPad there. But did they stare at you in silence like they did with the tips? Well, they they seemed they seemed a little bit okay with that one. What really struck them though was my second clause on there. Oh shit! That has a season finale. Every season I'm on, I have to murder somebody. No, you you can see that this could potentially leave you with only one finale to be on. I know my value, but are you are you afraid of? If you murder someone, you might get canceled. <laughs> cancel? How are you going to cancel Big Tony? I mean, I, I'm I'm up here. I got these rosy red cheeks. I got a, a, just kind right. of a, a a carefree vibe to me. I'm kind of grooving. I told them I'll wear board shorts and a Hawaiian shirt to make it a little more fun when I do it. Well, I I do like the idea of having, you know, your own brand, your own image you're bringing to the show. You can't just you know, wear a button up and call it a day. You got to have some patterns on there, especially if oh. you're going to be moving from Saskatchewan to West Hollywood. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing. When you live in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, you're always wearing board shorts and Hawaiian shirts. It's like the tropics in that place. 
Oh my God. Okay. See, I'm, I'm on for, I'm really only sure of what the, what the culture's like in Calgary, you know, cowboy country. Right. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, similar. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well then I get it. Cause the cowboys up there are wearing a lot of board shorts. Yes. Yeah. It was surprising the first time I went up there, but you get used to it pretty quick. Yeah. Instead of cowboy hats and speedos, we wore board shorts and Hawaiian shirts and always have a samosa in our hand. It's delicious and beautiful at the same time, mm-hmm. which you can't ask for much more than that. Um, if you get on season 11, mm-hmm. you know, I know you have auditioned for the show multiple times. There's been contract issues back and forth, yada, yada, yada. But it does seem that you might actually be on season 11, which is pretty cool. You know, yeah. Um, do you think that besides being um, a server or a bartender that you could potentially be uh, have your own like DJ night? Or if it's not a DJ night where you're watching Rescue Me, mm. what other type of events would you like to host? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd love a, my own DJ night where I pick the songs uh, because I used to be a little bit of a musician myself. Oh, really? So would you be playing originals? Um, well, you might have heard some of my stuff. I uh, actually added a few things to songs, but only small increments to songs. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about, so please share with me. Well, I'm actually the one that, um, for Sweet Caroline, I did ba ba ba. Oh, my God. Yeah. This- that's you should have led with this. You are burying the lead. You are you've got some notable residuals coming in, I'm sure. Well, I gotta live off something, right? Well, but you But that's only that's such I a guess small this makes portion sense. of you the You don't song. have a job, but sure, but that adds up. I hope you've invested it over the years. I'm not a financial advisor. I shouldn't even I'm so sorry. I don't need to inquire into your financial side of things, but like so you add essentially the memorable parts to songs. I mean, that's, that's incredible. But if you're DJing, what, 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 give me like, what are you hitting them with? You know, they, they, they're kind of grooving. They've got maybe a cocktail or two in them. What are you doing to really turn the night on? Um, yeah, I think I'm probably putting on something like, uh, some, uh, Nickelback. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. Is it the, like the one with, uh, from Spider-Man two? Yeah. Yeah. The Josie Scott, Chad Kroger. Yeah. So I guess it wasn't officially Nickelback, but yeah. it was essentially, yeah. But I mean, I was including it too. So yeah. I mean, that's, it's, that's the hit, right? That is the hit. hero. Yeah. Hero. And I, because that's what you want to feel like when you're on the dance floor. I actually a added a part of that, that song too. No. Yeah. What part? Uh, just the, I'm so high. Oh, holy crap. And I said, take it from there, boys. And, you, and you're like, we got Spider-Man. We got rooftops. We've got energy. Yeah. Well, the, the two of them, they came up to me and they're like, how do we start this? And I said, I'm so high. And I was like, take it from there. You know what to do now. You put on your page boy cap and sunglasses and you just left the room. You can say, you can send me the check. Exactly. So every time it plays that part of it, which sometimes, I don't know if it plays it there for you, 
but sometimes on the radio, it skips my part. Oh, I hate that. It just starts I with, that. I can, I, I'm with the birds or whatever they say. I can feel the birds. I can touch and the birds. And when you're on like a, a playlist on one of the many popular streaming apps, like sometimes that fade, I could see that cutting it off too. Oh, Oof. yeah. They, they, sometimes they bleep my part to save on no. residuals. Yeah. Oh, God. It, this is. They started on the radio with beep. <laughs> that just feels like a terrible idea. I don't. But they go. It's out all of their about way. the money, right? They go out of their money to not pay people, I, and that's why everyone. This is a lesson in not trusting the record industry, which is something I don't think is talked about enough today. And that was actually my third clause on my contract: oh, was really? that they can't beep any of my words, no matter what I say or what I admit to on the show. Oh my God. I cannot believe you would you would want that. I would feel like that would lead to them just splicing you in in the background. But but you haven't really said that many bad words or anything that would get bleeped here. So at least you you have the ability to like keep it cool. Well, yeah, I, I keep it cool. I don't say any cussing or swearing or nothing like that. Sometimes I admit the crimes I've done in the past, but I only do sure. it when I think it's important to the story. Wow. And I think that's good because a lot of these people are here just to collect a check, whether it be tips, tip pooling, you know, a weekly, you know, $300 from working one night at the restaurant and then whatever their contracts give them. But like you have integrity and you're really like bringing it to the forefront. I, I can't wait. I hope you, I hope you don't have to slow roll it in. I hope they open boom season 11 medium coney rules <laughs> oh yeah well that's the thing i say everybody on this show's about money you know i met the key grip on the show oh and no i didn't know that all the tea uh all of the tip pooling that the key grips doing yeah with all yeah. of those servers and bartenders, all the business they're doing i met that key grip he had a, a big big gold chain on and he said this is a million dollar chain Holy shit! You think like, why are you wearing that to work? Exactly. Right. That's what I. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, man, if this is what the key grip is making, imagine the rest. And I met a, a lot of key grips. I've worked on a few uh, film sets in the past, mm-hmm. um, as well. And yeah, never in my life have You're I not seen wearing those chains. Oh, every time I go into a different film set, the key grips wearing a, a garbage bag put together with duct tape. Ugh, Ugh. gross. But this guy why was. Would- this guy was looking He's better balling. than me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is West Hollywood. You never know what you're gonna what you're gonna uncover when you go to a, one of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. Um, do you think? Because I know I know your time is limited with us, but if you can bear with me for a little bit, um, do you think you would be able to make such an impression in season eleven that you'd get your own spinoff? I I really do. I, what would you, what, what do you think, if you, you know, your heart of hearts, what would the spinoff be? Would it still be in West Hollywood? What would it be titled? I just want to see where your vision is, because I see you as a man who is a forward thinker, someone who's not just thinking about today and tomorrow, but thinking about next year and five years from now and your big plans. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm going to be like a whole entrepreneur on this show, right? Oh, That's shit. what I would do. If it was following me, you'd be following me, uh, pitching my business. It'd be like the opposite of Shark Tank. But the the 
finale would be at Shark Tank. Oh shit! Crossing the channels, even like oh, this is this is real integration. Here. Yeah, you're watching me the whole season. Come up with my big idea, my big invention, or a big uh-huh. investment I'm making in another company. Sure. And then the season ends, whether that was good or not, will be up to the sharks. Oh, wow. So they're almost just, they're investing in you. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what they say on Shark Tank a lot, you know, I guess. I had an idea so good once that Mark Cuban kissed me on the lips. Shut up. I thought he was very protective of things like that. Can you share the idea or is it? It was uh, putting uh, all of the samosas I have in a big bag. Genius. Yeah. Because like, then he can sell them at Mavs games oh, by the by the bag and not by the individual. Before that, samosa. yeah, he was just singling tongs, putting them in people's hands. And I don't think there's anything more depressing than going to a sporting event and like seeing the picture of the giant item and then getting the tiny one in the box. Now you're just convincing people to buy a bunch of tiny ones. Yeah. And it feels big. And he's and he said nothing. He just kissed me right on the lips. And so did you get a deal? No. He never talked to me again. Mark Cuban. I think maybe you should have gone with Mr. Wonderful on that one. Or even Barbara. Hell. I don't know. I felt like I got what I needed. Well, well, that's all we can ask of anyone else. Now, uh, big, big, medium, and small, Coney, Rigatoni, I really want to say thanks for joining me on this episode. Would you ever be able to come back in the future? I would love to come back, and I want to thank Even, you for letting me tell my story, finally. Well, I mean, this is this is all I ask, is for you all are offering up so much time, and contractually, with you know, evolution media, Vanderpump rules. I have to keep these episodes to the times that they are, you know, listeners. It, if I go over, they can sue me, yada, 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 yada. It's all legal mumbo jumbo. We've all talked about it before. Read a book. Um, but you, I do want to make sure that we got out. You have a friend who has a couple of podcasts, right? And you said you, if I allowed you the time, you would talk about those? Yeah, I would love, because I got a few, I'm actually investing in those podcasts right now. Oh, shit. He's running wow. some high-profile samosa uh, ads for me right now on his podcast. Damn. I need to, I need to, I think I'll run some of those ads too, just so you know. Oh, oh I'll get them over to you. Yeah, I'd oh, love, cool. I'd love that. I mean, my business is uh, dwindling right now, so I need to get it booming again. <laughs> Well, uh, what what are those uh, friends' podcasts? I'd love to shout them out. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, Cody Crane, and he's got uh, Spooked, the Improvised Scary Story podcast where it's never scary and sometimes a story. And he's got another podcast called Merge Boot where he talks about Survivor and breaks down the latest episodes, which I think you've oh, been on that one. I you've have been on, both been on of those. that one. Yeah, I have been on both. I love both of those podcasts and listeners if you are a fan of this podcast i promise you will love both of those podcasts so go check them out spooked and merge boot both on the sonar network big county rigatoni thank you so much for joining me i cannot wait to see season 11 this is gonna be incredible i i can't wait for you to uh see what i do and uh see you um see your face when i uh kill the person off at the end of the season spoilers 
Oh, All sorry, right. sorry. Then you need to. It's a it's a brutal murder, though. <laughs> Jesus. Well, listeners, if you'd like to hear more of this podcast and others, please join patreon.com slash fanderbumprobs where you support the production of this podcast and leave me five-star positive review. Uh, don't be like my man here on this episode and leaving them one-star reviews. And we'll see you next time on Vanderpump Robs. Wait, Rob, is that who we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs>